0: I'm in a continual, permanent, protracted,
1: unending mood. And we're back, and today we're doing a Fuente Friday. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's Sunday. It's so Sunday. It's not Friday. It's a Fuente Friday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. And before you guys Fuente. say Fuente, 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 Fuente,
0: Sunday, Sunday, Sunday.
1: And before you guys go, <laughs> Jesus, haven't done enough Fuentes? Yeah, no, we've done a lot. But you yeah. know what? It is a quintessential cigar Look, company, right? It's one. of the, It's the number one cigar company in the world, right? So, so. It, it is what it is. And this is a special Fuente, actually. Because my buddy Austin went to Las Vegas and got these cigars. So what are we doing, Austin? We are doing the Casa Fuente 807 Robusto.
0: So it's 5 and 3 quarters by 52. And um, the differentiation on this cigar versus anything else on the market is traditionally they're only available at the uh, cigar bar at the uh, forum shops in Caesar called Casa de Fuente. So it's their house brand. Now, they did a few years ago release these to the open market on a very limited uh, basis, so certain stores were able to get a hold of them, resell them, but they only did that one time from what I understand. So, um had it there, it was the first time I ever had it, and uh,
1: I liked it. Figured, why not grab a couple, let's yep. do it on the podcast, what the hell? Because I've never had one, this is my first time having this. I've never even seen these before, to tell you the truth. And since we listen to our loyal listeners, we're only going to do one spirit today. Uno spirito. And since we're going high in on the cigar, we went, meh moderate high-end on yeah. the spirit, we're doing a Ferran Cognac, <laughs> 10 generations, and we've done Ferrans before. If you go back to episode number 11, we go through a whole history of Pierre Ferran. It's a little confusing because it goes by Pierre Ferran and Ferran Maison.
0: so Yeah, House of Ferran. It, it,
1: it gets, gets kind of confused, but it's the same house, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit about it, but go back to episode 11, we go through the whole history and describe what cognacs are. So... That being said, want to do the spirit? Yeah, and I, and, and I don't think we need to remind
0: him to go back to listen to Fuente episodes. We have a yeah.
1: bunch. <laughs> well, we only went through the whole history in the very first episode. That's true. Yeah, and that's actually a great But it was history. the very first episode. Very oh, first episode the first of episode of Fuente. Yeah. So, looking at the cognac, color-wise. Looks like cognac. It's like a polished gold. Yeah, it's pretty it really goldy. Very goldy. And as you would expect, the legs are thick and slow. slow. Yeah sugar content knows any what are you getting over there ah uh, getting cognac ooh.
0: yeah it smells like a quintessential cognac not as grapey is, as some of them well stuff. see i was about to say to me it's very grapey
1: but you know some cognacs is like boy it's very very grapey this is not as grapey them. well the...
0: to me it's distilled grapes versus sweet grapes like tannin. a wine it smells like uh because it's that's what's obviously distilled from and to me i'm picking that up big time tannins though
1: you definitely smell the
0: tannin smell the wood Smell the wood, yeah, limousin, that French a lot of spices, limousin they use a
1: lot of spices, a
0: little bit floral, that's almost like great lil- nose lilac, yeah, it's a lot a little of lilac. violet
1: that's great nose and
0: just yeah, but the heaviest to me is just uh, distilled grapes,
1: first sip, let's do the second sip,
0: mm mm. That's good. Yep. Oh, yeah.
1: And it's got it. It has a really good finish on it. It does. 92 proof, so it's got a little hug. Yep. It does. But the finish kind of hangs around. A little floral, grape, tannin,
0: spices. Yeah. Right up front to me, it's floral, which then adds <clears> grape <throat> to it. And like I said, some spices. And that floral just keeps going through. And then mm-hmm. the berry ends very sweet. Got a nice sweet finish it's to actually it.
1: Very good. And you're right. It's got a hell of a hug. It right? really does. Yeah, for cognacs. Well, it depends. There's some cognacs that we've done on on air that really the hug's pretty short. This one hangs around. Yeah, it's still hanging. around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get some water before I try to smell the cigar because I'm at. I have that alcohol smell in my mouth right now. You know what I mean? Austin's over there, about to shove the cigar. Oh, I know. S- well, it's
0: breezy out here. It is. It really it's is breezy. breezy, so
1: it's a little tough. It's like you gotta, gotta <gasps> shove it up. Should <laughs> I have a little open seam there? Look at that, just slightly open. Yeah, remember these were in Vegas. Yeah, just a little dry, and then they were in a you know
0: Ziploc bag in Vegas, yeah, and then airplane from Vegas to here, and then yeah, so
1: yeah, because I mean, look, Fuente makes. Ex- impeccable cigar Oh, yeah, Their absolutely. Construction construction's beautiful. Yeah, they're just, they're a little dry. But on the wrapper, you're right, it is breezy out here. Yeah, it's breezy. I'm having a hard time. A lot of wet leather. I'm getting a lot more out of the foot. More A little molasses on the wrapper, though.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: That's about wet leather and molasses.
0: Foot. I'm getting molasses again.
1: Yeah. And I'm kind of... But it's more sour molasses on the foot on the wrapper, sweet molasses. Foot's like sour molasses. Yeah, I'm also even kind of getting fig. Yeah.
0: Getting, yeah, fig, almost dark fruit, yep. type. Very dark fruit. Nice. Like almost fermented fruit. Mm?
1: Like, yeah, yeah. Well, did you give something mm. away? Did they put these in X barrels of anything? Do you know? Nope.
0: Oh. Ah. No, they do not. No, this one no, this one's not done that way. Medium draw. Mine's impeccably made. Good medium, solid draw. little floral. Grassy and floral. Mm
1: -hmm. Pretty light draw, floral, grassy.
0: Some of that sweet figgy. Almost almost fermented grape, too. I think you get that from the cognac. Yeah, different, though. More like red grape, not white grape.
1: I'm not getting that. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would be nice. We shall see. You want to light up or you want me to light up? I'll
0: light up. What the hell?
1: While he's lighting up, as always, big shout out to our wonderful sponsors, TheOriginalBourbonClub.com. Check them out at TheOriginalBourbonClub.com. Start your own chapter. There's quarterly tastings. Again, access to the barrel picks. And barrel picks are really are phenomenal. You heard us say that at nauseum. And check us out on Cigars and Spirits on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter at Cigars underscore podcasts. I already insta- have a smile on my face. That's <laughs> why He lit up and he's got that big grin. And again, insta- in, you know, give us a message on Instagram because that's why we're doing one spirit today. We've had one of our listeners say, hey, right now, Nick, you guys just do one spirit because I get overwhelmed when we do two spirits. So we've heard you and we're doing one spirit. So since you got that big old shit eating grin, let me light up. Mm. What are you getting? It's unique. The cigar is supposed
0: to mirror the Opus X line. But I find it a lot more interesting than the Opus X line. And I think the part of the reason of that is the wrapper on it. It's from Ecuador. It's an Ecuadorian Colorado wrapper. Havana seed
1: based. And Havana seed base in Ecuador. Well, yeah. Just like anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. You know,
0: everybody. Cuban seed, Cuban seed. Yeah. You know, yeah that's yeah. been going that's yeah. So Cuban seed tobacco. And um, because the binder and filler are from their farm, mm-hmm. the only and the only tobaccos they you know that they grow have always been used for Opus X and this line, the Casa de Fuente line, and um, so you know, once again, binder, filler are Dominican from the you know Chateau Fuente, they're in Dominican Republic, so you know they call it a medium to full body cigar. And it's made in their factory in uh, Santiago de los Caballeros, Dominican Republic. And once again, their special tobaccos are grown by the Fuente family on the Reserve de Chateau Farm. And, you know, when Opus X first came out, I, I liked them. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were almost unobtainable. And uh, But I got a wholesome, and they were pretty good. In more recent years, I've been just kind of like, eh about uh, them like like the lost city and some of the other ones I like
1: them. I just don't think they're worth the price.
0: Yeah, I mean the lost city I've had and I didn't care for it. I've had a couple other of their expressions and they've just all been boring. And that's why when I was out there in Vegas and I you know, tried one of these, you're at the house, try the house brand. Yeah. Why not? And I was just like, "Holy crap, this is just a nice departure for Fuente." In in my opinion. Now, this is not a new cigar. They've been doing these for quite a while. And, um, I think maybe 13, 2013, somewhere around there, I think it is. And, um, but it's my first time obviously having it when I was out there a few weeks ago and I'm getting ready to head back out in December. So I might grab some more of these. They have some other sizes and a other, uh, other, like a Maduro version. This is the 807. They have the 806. They have a couple other versions. So I might have to kind of pick and choose some more.
1: Much more full body than I expect out of a Fuente. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's a full body cigar. Yeah, they call it medium to full, and yeah, it it really is so far. Yeah, the first eighth of an inch. Yeah, because you don't you know me personally, I don't expect a full body ass kicker out of a. I mean, that's what the Opus line
0: was supposed to be: full body cigar. And I think when they originally came out, they really were full bodied for them, especially for them, uh, compared to their other expressions that they did. That to me, it's really nutty. It's woody, but good wood. It's good cedar good toasted cedar. It's nice. Yeah. It's a lot of toasted, no- toasted a lot of, notes. A lot of toasted cedar. It's almost like toasted coffee beans, not coffee, but roasted toasted yeah. coffee beans, toasted nuts, toasted wood. I know that's that's the word of the day,
1: I guess, toasted. <laughs> well, it's funny you said that because to me it was, it was toasted cedar and dry leather. Boom. Those are right in your face. You can't miss it. And then toasted coffee beans and other nuts, but it is leather and cedar, toasted cedar, not cedar oil, just it's a yeah. cedar, yeah. yeah, but you can't oh, miss yeah. it. It's just full of those two flavors. That's what you get in a lot of it, yeah.
0: And it's uh, obviously the blend's different than probably what they're doing in Opus. Some same tobaccos are growing, but probably you know different percentages of what they're using between La and other parts of the leaf and where the leaves are coming from. Obviously, so yeah, it's um, I I dig this cigar. I really enjoyed it when I was out there. Now, granted. I was smoking. I was uh, drinking mojitos. Yeah, and they make phenomenal heat mojitos there at Casa <laughs> de Fuente, there in the Caesar's uh, Palace Forum shop. So I was drinking some mojitos, which lemon base, tart. So this is this is kind of fun for me having this uh, without that.
1: Yeah, mojito and, with the lime and the, the mint. Yeah,
0: like, oh, uh. yeah, you can really adulterate some cigars mm-hmm. with that, oh, absolutely. Yeah. But it held up. And that's what I think one of the things I was so impressed about it was it really seemed to hold up to that mojito. I was like, holy crap. Mojitos usually kind of screw cigars up. Oh, a
1: little mo- but it's sweet, too, though, the sugar.
0: Yeah, but they used to kind of screw cigars oh, yeah. up lime. to me. Yeah, that, that, the acidity of the lime. And, and it didn't do it. The cigar held up. So, like I said, this is kind of fun for me to see what it's like without... That sugar, the mint, all that sweetness, the tartness of lime.
1: Say so what? I Three puffs repetitively. It can be a little bitey. You get, yeah, you smoke gotta back it cool. It.
0: Smoke it cool. Yeah, I, I did a the same bitey thing
1: quickly, and I'm like, mm, got back off yeah, a little
0: bit. If you pull it really hard, get it hot. Yeah, it did bite. I think that's going to lessen up as we get a little yeah, further. This is a
1: pretty medium to firm draw, so I was trying to pull on it kind of hard, and it kind of bit back a little bit, which is surprising because Fuente's usually don't do that.
0: Yeah. we were surprised by the last Fuente Chateau little, we did.
1: Remember it, that first eighth of, an inch yeah. of that Chateau? Like, man, it was yeah, mighty and yeah. nasty. But also and a, then it mellowed out
0: and became a Chateau. Yep, it did. You're right. It's also a little dry. That might be part of it. Don't know.
1: Just let them sit out here in, in Louisiana for a while. They'll rehumidify. It'll plump up. <laughs> All right. So let's do that with the cognac and see what we get. Oh, that's good. Yeah, the cognac gets rid, get rid of a little bit of bitiness of the cigar, as you would expect. Magnifies the grape. Actually, magnifies the floral on the finish. You get like toasted floral. Go figure that one, right? <laughs> <laughs> Burnt flowers. And you get the toasting of the cigar, but then you get that floral on oh, the finish. Wow. Right? Whoa. And usually cigars kill floral flavors. Oh, my
0: God. It magnifies that sweet floral. That's weird. I've never had that before.
1: Wow. Because anytime I had a floral cocktail almost, or whatever, I'm like, the cigar kills the floral. It's almost like a floral tea. Yeah. It's, but you still get the toastiness of Cigari. Like, it's like toasty and floral. Man. That's weird. Good weird.
0: The grape's still holding up. The mm-hmm. distillate, the grape distillate's holding up. So you still have that character. But yeah, you're right. That floral is magnified. The sweetness is elevated and just heavy floral. Like I said, it's almost like a, a bouquet flower
1: tea. Yeah, it really, but it's know? on the finish. The yeah. front
0: is sweet. To me, it's in the me- uh, yeah. middle to the back. Um and yeah it just blows up i mean just goes
1: boom that's interesting that's, that's good really interesting that's good that's the first time i read that all right you want to come back for that second third hi
0: and we're back for the second third
1: third <laughs> turd now nah, i it's love it's not this cigar. a third no. i
0: love this cigar i actually really do love this cigar
1: and it has not mellowed out it's still full bodied cigar yeah
0: going into the second third it's becoming more minerally and mm-hmm. and george made a good point we were talking about it. he's like he goes if i didn't know better I'd almost think this had some nicaraguan based tobaccos in it mm-hmm. and i think it's that mineralness that comes up because to me ni- nicaraguan t- cigars are always very minerally and this does carry a bit of that. I think that's got to be that Ecuadorian. Yeah, we were wrapper. talking about on,
1: on the break. My palate's not refining. If you would have gave me this blind, I'm like, well, it's not Dominican. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you uh, if you like, blind it. It might have some Dominicans in the filler, but it's not a Dominican cigar. And it, it is, except for the Ecuadorian wrapper, right? So, exactly.
0: Huh. Yeah, the rest huh. of it is basically Fuente's tobacco, the Opus X tobacco, if you want to just call it that.
1: Yeah, I would never peg this for a Fuente either. If you say, okay, well, uh-uh. it's Dominican, what is it? I'm first gonna say, ah, that's a fuente, but I'm like, started smoking, I'm like, nah, that's not a fuente. Not fuente.
0: It doesn't, doesn't come across as a fuente. It would've been
1: way, way wrong. <clears throat> so what are you tasting in the second third?
0: Well, a little bit more mineral, a little saltiness and other minerals are kind of coming through, but I'm getting molasses. And it's it's a weird. It's not weird. It's it's really good, but it's it's I'm trying to Trying to verbalize this, it's kind of boiling down to like almost like a floral molasses, which makes no sense.
1: No, but it does.
0: It, it, it does in the taste, but you know, you don't think of molasses being floral, but it's got this molasses floral combo flavor that's kind of uh, towards the end and definitely on the finish. And the mineralness is coming up, it's a little more salty. It's just,
1: I, I like this. I really like this cigar. <laughs> what are you getting with the cognac when you do the cigar? Cognac's holding up. You, I'm surprised because it's heavy body, full body as the cigar is. I didn't think the cognac would hold up, but it is. It's holding up. Now,
0: when we first started with the cognac before the cigar, the the it had a little up front, a little more of an alcohol burn to it. The That's cigar cool. has knocked that down to where, yeah, that sweetness, still getting the floral balm coming through. Um, you're tasting the grape itself more, yeah. less alcohol, but more grape and sweet. Um the floral's still on that finish. Oh, that floral's there, and then the sweetness is just almost like sugar in the raw, like almost a little mm-hmm. spoonful of sugar. It's it's nice, and it's holding up tremendously well.
1: And the finish is much shorter now with the cigar, but it's yes. still there. Yes, you're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, totally shorter. I'm surprised, because it's full body as that cigar is, again, I didn't think the cognac would hold up. So speaking of the cognac, again, go back to episode 11. We go through a whole history of Ferran cognac. But just a quick reminder, remember, cognac comprises six different regions or what we call crew, like wine. Uh that's it all within the Grand Champagne is the heart of it. And Ferran always says they have the premier cru the cognac. It's in the Champagne region. They start off in 1630. So they've been around a while. And as we all know, they mainly use what kind of grape? Oni Blanc. So that's the, that's the quintessential. White grapes. G- white grapes. That's the quintessential cognac grape. But they always experiment with other things. And even Ferran says they do use a Culumbar grape, which gives it a little bit different flavor. Uh, mainly in the amber, which we did on a previous podcast. They use, and I'm sure I'm going to screw up the pronunciation, a Charantah copper pot still. They do a double distillation, and they actually do it a little bit differently. The cool part is doing a second distillation when they're pulling out the heart of the eau de vie or the, the white dog. They add it a little, they actually heat it again at a specific temperature, and they said this brings out more complexity and aroma of the distillate. That's kind of their their thing, and they say it makes it more fruit forward, which it really is. This is a fruit forward cognac.
0: Yeah, grapes definitely stand out.
1: There are other big things. They have two types of cellars. They have dry cellars with the humidities between 30 and 60%, which with that humidity, you, you get less uh, the evaporation results in water loss, obviously. Higher alcohol content, they say this makes it more spicy character. And they also have humid cellars where you get the humidity between 70 and 100%. With this, you actually have more water going into it, so you have less alcohol, but they say it makes the, uh, the, the cognac more mellow and round. One we're doing is a ten generation, which is kind of a ode to the ten generation of Ferrands, and the funny they all call Eli Ferran. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's like George Foreman. Yeah, all his kids are named George. Their names are <laughs> different, but they all Eli Ferran. <clears throat> <laughs> this was supposed to be made in the nineteenth century style that Eli the Eighth did at ninety-two proof. He was kind of like they all. When you look at their history, and they got a beautiful website. I, I would really recommend go to Ferrand's website. It's beautiful pictures of the the chateau, and oh, it's gorgeous. But he was the one who really built up the distillery and really experimented on, on all these different cognacs. But he does it in French oak and saturns of wine barrels. So, that now, what they tell you how much is in French oak, which one's in uh, wine barrels, you don't know. But they blend them, and that's what you have. Yep. And
0: it's awesome. a damn good spirit. It is. It's yummy.
1: It is yummy. It's yummy. I, thought, I think we need to do more and more... Uh, which we should
0: find more cognacs. That's the problem. You know, I don't know if, if if you listeners out there find a bunch locally here. Very few sit on the shelf. I mean, obviously, you got your, your Martels and, you know, those, those, you know, kind of the, I don't want to say lower end, but, you know, it's just, it's hard to find these nicer, higher end type. You Cognacs can, around here
1: Well Same thing You can say Lawrence I mean cognac can be as cheap As 30 bucks a bottle Or 4,000 dollars a bottle Oh yeah Which yeah. you know The stupid ones Yeah But they're starting To become a little bit I'm starting to notice More brands here And the reason We've been sticking pre Pierre for Is because They're well priced And they're good and they're locally available. And they're locally <laughs> available. Speaking of price, this bottle I was looking online it can go. I found one place had it for thirty-seven bucks. The average price is about forty-five to fifty dollars. One guy was selling it for two hundred and thirty dollars. <laughs> I kept thinking, is it a vintage bottle? And I'm looking at him, going, that's the same ten generations. So Crazy. shop around. Average price forty-five to fifty bucks. Yep. All right, you want to do come back for the final third? Absolutely. Welcome back to the final third of this wonderful Fuente and Pierre Fran 10 Generations Cognac. And
0: I got to be honest, I'm a little bummed that we're in the final third, and I don't have any more of these. <laughs> I really like this cigar.
1: You do. You I like do. it better than I I do, really
0: honestly. like it. I, it's It's reminding me more of... God, what Dominican cigars used to be like back in the day
1: way in the day though early
0: 90s late yeah. 80s early 90s even into the mid 90s this is what it reminds me of it's got a lot of character to it a lot of flavors but it's not overdone and
1: <laughs> got a fly trying to get in my cognac damn it
0: so, what I'm finding in the final third, and, you know, correct me if I'm wrong or, or if you're finding different, to me, the flavor hasn't changed from Mm-mm. the second to the third. Um, to me, it's just built a little bit more. It's just a little bit stronger. Um, I have been babying the hell out of it. So smoke is very light and gentle. I want it to last because <laughs> I'm really enjoying
1: this. And it is a slow smoke. I mean, we we were taking... What good twenty minute breaks between the thirds here? Because it's a very slow smoke. Yeah, I was trying to power through it for one point in time because I've got things to do this afternoon, (laughs) (laughs) and you can't you can't power through this thing. It's a slow smoke. Yeah, good. Yeah, I'm finding exact same flavors. I do find it will be a little bit more the harshness that was there in the first third. There was a slight if you pulled on it too hard, it got a little bitey. It's not bitey now, but it's still that same dry leather toasted nuts you know toasted cedar it's the same flavors throughout the entire cigar it's just a bit more mellow now
0: yeah yeah you're right if you get it hot it de- it definitely will get a little bitey on the tongue
1: funny thing is this final third you think oh you smoke it hot it's gonna get bitey i smoked it hot and it wouldn't get bitey yeah which it's, is weird you expect that better on the you usually expect that third, at the right? end yeah. you expect that at the end not in the yeah. beginning yeah it's yeah it's more opposite. in the end and it's
0: just been yeah, it's
1: opposite <laughs> so let's try with the cognac the one opposite, more time rude. see we're we getting this final third why don't you go there first since mm-hmm. you've got a big mouthful of smoke Mm -mm.
0: yeah i'm sorry i was just enjoying the cigar
1: i like it i don't know if it's worth 25 bucks
0: i'm i'm picking up in this final third i am picking up another flavor remember i talked about kind of molasses floral molasses i'm almost getting more uh, a creosote i'm not i'm getting more uh, kind of a creosote now with it um oily an oiliness you know Almost like a mezcal or, you know, that
1: creosote oiliness. Well, that's a power suggestion. When I did it with the cognac, then it gets a little oily. It gets a almost mezcal-ish.
0: Yeah, that creosote, that oily, but only with the smoky, oily. Yeah, I was getting it on its own. Yeah, cognac is held up. Oh, cognac makes the car really good. Good job. Pierre Ferrand.
1: Look, both of them. I mean, Cognac, honestly, Cognac this is this where- Eli Ferrand Eli. or whatever your name <laughs> yeah, yeah. is. Yeah, <laughs> so, all those guys. They
0: did a nice job. This uh, this 10 generation's not expensive. It is tasty. I, I think if you're new to Cognac, it's good to start with. And I think if you've been doing them a long time, like you and I, mm-hmm.
1: it's really enjoyable. It pairs well with the cigar. We've done this same bottle with different cigars, and it pairs well. It, it's just, it made a really good cigar to me a little bit better. The cigar, I didn't make the- the cognac any better it just went well with it yeah to me it
0: hasn't really it hasn't messed with the cigar but the cigar like said and it did knock down that that alcohol bit to it that burn but it did also shorten up the finish yeah
1: yeah a little bit
0: but man it brought the sweetness out brought that floral out oh and the grapes you can now taste the grapes yep versus just alcohol grape if that makes
1: sense (laughs) so here this is where your uncle austin and george differ a little bit i like i really like the cigar a lot I would purchase it for 15 bucks, 25 bucks. I don't know if I would purchase oh, yeah. it. yeah. Five w- bucks. You all day would. long. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, this certain cigar is $25. bucks. i am like, oh, yeah, all day long I buy that cigar for $25. This one? Yeah. Okay. Well, non-Cuban, $25.
0: What are you buying all day long for 25 bucks in a non-Cuban? Oh, that's tough.
1: Well, you just said it. Padron, but yeah. Padron 26, 64. I love those two. Yeah. But not all the time. Oh, no, no. I don't want anything all the time. Like
0: that. It just, you know, they're, they're a little more singular in their flavors, in my opinion. They're very
1: minerally in your face a lot of times. Oh, the Maduro 26? It's in oh. your face. Oof. Oofa. So with that, guys, go out there, get yourself a cognac, get yourself a cigar. Like us. We like to be liked. <laughs> and as we, as we always say, enjoy life.
0: Consistent. I'm in a continual, permanent, protracted, unending